0: Welcome back to the Innovative Experience Podcast, episode 21. And we are back for another episode. The Innovative Experience Podcast is a self-improvement podcast to help you get control, direction, and next steps in your mindset and in your career. The Innovative Experience Podcast is the untold stories of entrepreneurs, community leaders, and influencers. And like we always start every episode, we have to do our chant to our innovative family. It's another day, another grind. What will you do with your time? Because it either make you or you make it. Ah, oh, man. It's another episode, man. We're here. Like, listen, y'all. Like, I get so excited every time I do another podcast to our innovative family. And we have a great episode today in store for you. So, how you been this week, Rod, man? How you, was your week last week and things of that nature, man? How, how you been?
1: It's been good, man. I'm excited um, to be here again. I'm excited for the Innovative Family to get another episode. Yes, sir. We're excited on today. So, I'm just looking forward to the, today's podcast and to share and to be able to help someone today. I'm excited about it.
0: Yes, sir. Well, let, let me tell you this. I need you to share this podcast with your auntie, your cousin, your uncle, your grandmother. It does not matter. I need you to share this podcast with them right now and subscribe to to the Innovative Experience podcast. We're all on platforms. So listen, I need you to do that favor before we get started today. But today, I really want to dive deep. Mr. Mason is going to share his story, family, and I'm excited to hear uh you know some of the things that we went through, you know, everyone in their life goes through trials. Everyone in their life goes through obstacles, and I truly believe if there's no trial, there's no story. That your story is the foundation to help push you in the right direction. It takes courage, family, to yes. share your story. There's healing in your story. There are a million people who have went almost to the same path that relates to your story. So today, I really want to dive in a little bit about the story of Mr. Mason. Let me just say this, man. We're going to slow this thing down. We're going to take our time. Uh, Every story, Mr. Mason, starts with an explosion. Or as some may call it, the bloody hand moment or the moment that, you know, when things happen. So if you could reflect as we take our time today, you know, what was that explosion moment for you? For this story of Rod Mason, what was that for you, man?
1: <clears throat> that bloody hand, <laughs> that explosion for me—it was when my father wasn't around. I mean, mm. that that blow—it took me, it took me away. I mean, I had no sense of purpose. Mm. I didn't know who I was, or what I can become at that moment because I didn't have a father <laughs> in the home to direct me and let me know, hey, son, you can be this or you can be that. You are this or speaking those blessings over my life as a young man so I had to figure it out by watching others and that took me in my mind to a lot of different places that I had no business going but I had to fight through and filter through all that stuff just to be who I am and what I am today
0: so if you go back to your childhood um when is the last time you could really re- think that your father was around was it when you since you were small or was it when you were five six seven was he absent for most of the part of your childhood as a boy could you t- take us back pretty much on your upbringing how was that knowing that was he in the house
1: my upbringing it, it was i was more so with my grandmother the whole time i wasn't even with my mom at the time right <clears throat> my father he was nowhere to be found i just knew i had a father and um you know i may see him and i may not but my mom my grandmother she took care of me most of the time and they kind of shielded me from that, you know. They didn't really want to talk about him, but they had my best interest at heart. Mm-hmm. But it was hurting me more than it was helping me. Mm-hmm. I know sometimes as parents, we kind of when we have a falling out with the opposite, the other parent. Right. You know, we kind of in a, getting our mind. Well, I'm gonna shield them from this. We have good intentions. Our mind saying one thing and our heart saying something else. Right. And we tend to follow that, but. We had good motives. They had good motives for that, but it was hurting me more than it was helping me as I got older, as I realized, hey, I, he might have not been where he needed to be at the moment, but I still need my father. I need, you know, that male figure. So that's when I start having struggles, like, you know, he's not going to be coming around. So I had to get in my mind that, hey, don't look for it. Right. Even though my heart is yearning for it, I had to tell my mind, I can't look for it because right. it may it and may, it may not happen. I don't want to keep setting myself up for disappointment after I've been told that, hey, you know, he don't want anything to do with you. He don't, mm. he don't want to be around. And my mind was on this rampage. So I was like this double-minded person. Mm. You'll see me, oh, he's a nice guy, but you don't know the battles I had when I went home at night wow. to try to fit through everything in that day. I don't want to say I was a fake, but I was unstable because the Bible says a double minded man is unstable in all his ways. Right. When I seen it stable in some people's eyes, when I left their presence, I was a wreck. So I had to deal with those moments, and I had to have that release. So that's when God began to connect me to people mm-hmm. who can kind of help and guide me as a young man, right. even without that father figure. But I had this low self-esteem, this mm-hmm. insecurities, like feel, yeah. not feeling good enough, don't feel like I can measure up. You know, I had all these thoughts and some of them, I believed for a good bit of, uh, period of time, I believed them, but there was it wasn't true. Mm-hmm. But because of the trauma that have entered my life because of not having that father figure and seeing my friends, even though their father wasn't around, but every now and then on the weekends, I wouldn't be able to play with them because they going off to the weekend with their father. Mm-hmm. You know, my father didn't even do that. So, I mean, you know, I felt some type of way. So, on that weekend when my friend wasn't around, I just stayed to myself, and that brought those memories back every time that happened. Mm. long as we were having fun on the weekend, it was yeah. fine. But when they had to go with their father, it brought my memories back of me not being able to do that with my father, and I started aspiring every, every, all all over again, right. all over again. So
0: To be the man, you have to see the man. And to our listeners out there, there may be somebody right now that's been in your shoes before – uh, they became from a single parent household rate. You know, I was looking at a statistic, and right now in the United States, it is a seventy nine percent single parent household rate right now. That most men, let's talk about it. So we're talking about absence of fathers. Most boys, most teenagers, right? No, most adults are being raised from when you're in your adolescence as you're being coming up from your upbringing. Seventy nine percent are coming from single parent household so like i just said to be the man you have to see the man so with you having that absence which i know that caused a lot of pain which i know that caused a lot of trauma and you just talked about it recently that you were double-minded well what happened that who were did you have any type of roles around you or people that males that you could look up to to be able to give you hope like what happened what what was the transition For you to be able to understand that my past does not define me i understand that my father was absent in my life but i control my path i control the steps that i take to be able to put myself in position so what was that for you did was anybody in your life or was an experience happen or did you what happened for you to be able to mold and have the mindset as a as a young man until you are today even though that void was gone
1: Yes. um, At the time, back in Cordill, um, I had a pastor named Pastor Thomas Mm -hmm. and um, Lamar Thomas, and um, he was that mentor. God used him. I mean, his family was a prime example of husband, wife and kids. And um, I grew up with their kids and I play sports with them and, and, you know, teach them a little different things. And um, a lot of them went off and become great young men and women mm-hmm. on today but he was that father figure for me he gave me my first car i mean i had, I had a stick shift van i called it the scooby-doo <laughs> i called i called it the mission machine because it was just like the van on scooby-doo it just didn't had the colors
0: right right it had
1: this long stick shift in the, in the middle of the floor i mean he gave my first vehicle i mean he, he took me in like a son he said god told him to take me in like a son and um we did ministry together. I still mm. talk to him to this day. Wow. Reach out to the kids through social media. I see that, they, that they're doing good. And But he mentored me. He knew I was hurting. He knew that I needed that male role model. And like I told you before, when we talked previously, you know, I said, you know, a lot of my life is like pieced together because I didn't have that role model. So mm-hmm. I had to take different moments in my life that I thought was good to try to help make up to what I am today. But God did a Awesome job by putting certain people in my life at different wow. moments in my life mm. to make up that void for my father. And that's still the Heavenly Father, way of showing you that I still love you because even though your earthly father is not here, I'm your Heavenly Father. I will yes, never sir. leave you, yes, sir. nor will I forsake you. So if you feel like all hope is lost, he will make a way and put genuine people in your path to give you that nurture and that nutrition that you need to help you grow spiritually and physically. So Lamar Thomas was that for me and um, him and his family. Mm-hmm. Um, they, they took me in and they they, they they mentored me. You know, I would meet with them on, throughout the week, you know, Bible study, different things like that. They had family events, they would take me on them. And um, it just, it really took that away from me until I got to the point where I was old enough and right. um, got chance to see my father and meet my father. And that experience was totally different from the time that I first saw him and never saw him, for years, years had passed. Then I found out I had siblings and missed years with them until a certain point. And then now we reunite and you can imagine my mindset when I saw him. Mm. It wasn't in the right frame of mind. I had evil thoughts, Mm. but I know that's not the way to go. But just being honest, I had evil thoughts and I get a little emotional. Oh, good, I get a little emotional because, you yeah. know, it, 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 re, it really changed the traje- trajectory of my life Right. not having that. But at the same time, I'm not using that as, as an excuse because I knew in my heart at some point if I'm to be who I am and who God says I am, I have to forgive. And sometimes we say, just forgive, just forgive. But people have to understand that even though you may forgive, it's not as easy as they said it off their lips to you. It's a process to forgiving. Mm-hmm. And that we know that it's right to do, mm-hmm. it's not always easy to do, right. but it must be done. And I knew that and I had that in my mind, but it took some time. And when I was faced with it again, you know, all kind of emotions went through me. Mm. It went through me. So I exploded because I, I couldn't hold it back anymore. I wasn't interested. Oh, now you want to come around? Mm. Now I'm of age now, you know, feeling myself, but at the same time, you're still my father. I still owe reverence because, you know, this is the man who brought me to this world. Right, right. But, you know, at that time, that didn't mean nothing because of what you have done. And just saying, just speaking from my experience, it's not right because I did it, but it just go to show you the mindset that some of us have been in that situation it's not like we want to have it, but that's what has happened to us, and this is how we responded because we didn't know no other way, or I didn't know another way how to respond to that, but through anger. Right. And that was a whole other snake I had to deal with. Because mm-hmm. it can go from this, and you being angry at something else that you don't even have to be angry about because of what has been done to you, and you take out your anger on people who don't even deserve it.
0: Man, mm. I mean, you hit on a lot of different points here. I mean, for all the listeners that are listening right now, if you notice here that, Mr. Mason, you went through a lot of pain. Yes. You went through a lot of trauma. And at the end of the 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 day, you went through an identity search. Yes. Where you were looking for yourself. Yes. That's why I tell people all the time, it is so important that you find a mentor. Because a mentor, the right person in your life, can change the trajectory of of your yes. mindset, you talked about Mr. Lamar. Mr. Yes. Lamar planted seed, yes.
1: a mentor, a yes. seed in
0: you that has produced the harvest. Can you imagine that for a a person that was not in your life for a whole for majority of your lifetime, and you had to face him after all of that different pain, and you talked about rage and anger. Imagine if there was no mentor there. Can you imagine what your life would have been? Can you imagine the the paths that you will have taken? See, that's why I always tell people that God has placed a Savior in your life. Yes. Someone that can plant seeds that is going to produce harvest for the long term. That's why it's very important to have courage to find help. Yes. You did that. So for a person that went through so many things, uh, sounds like a lot of losses in your words. Yes. But how did you how did you learn how to become a man dealing with all those things if you didn't have an example of until you until mr Tum, you met Mr. Thomas, but what does that look like for you to understand and walk the path of of being and leading as a man? I know your father like how do you process all of that information now at the age that you are for all of the things that you went through
1: yeah, when I look back, I know it started with. Uh, Forgiveness. Mm-hmm. It, it had to start there. It had to start there because I realized as I got older, and I keep carrying this stuff. You know, it it becomes a weight. Right. And the Bible lets us know that lay, lay aside every weight and seeing that so easily beset you. So I know that weight. It wasn't meant for me to carry. Mm-hmm. It it meant for me to cast my care. You know. So um, I begin to cast it, and how I begin to cast it is deal with it. So. Once where I finally met my father, for, you know, for a long time. I say first time for a long time. Right, right. And I was I was an adult, basically, you know, and I got a chance to. <laughs> How
0: old were you then?
1: I, I, was, I was like, I, I know of high school. I was high school <laughs> okay. already. I was high school. And then I got a chance to meet my brothers and stuff. You know, I just hate that I miss so much with them, mm-hmm. you know, because they heard of me, but they had seen me around the city, but never really spent time with me. So by the time we got together, um my my dad's mom had all time she didn't know who I was. So that 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 hit me. And then my, my um, grandfather, he was dealing with um dementia. So I mean, you know, I mean all that stuff I missed. I missed their good years. And here it comes racing all over again I'm like now nah, your parents only know who I am. Mm. But they they know who my other brothers were. mm mm-hmm. They know who who they are because they was around, but I wasn't, and I was in the same city, and that what that that, that got me. I'm like I'm in the same city, and just cross town. Mm-hmm. No one wanted to take an effort to get me to come across, or if if I did try to come across, it's a problem. Mm-hmm. And you know, from that moment, I knew I had to forgive, mm-hmm. so I could move forward, despite them not wanting me around, despite them disowning me despite their threats of, you know, um, suing us for slander, Mm. for putting their name in the paper under my birthday picture. I mean, all this kind of stuff I went through, so my mind was like, you know, but the word of God kept me sane. I mean, if if it wasn't for that, like you said, I don't know where I'd be right now. Right. Because all those things that I name that can make a person do something against their own will, you know, because of anger, because anger could take so many different forms, and you right. just don't never know what you'll do until it happened to you. Mm-hmm. But having that word in me mm-hmm. kept me grounded, right? And that's why it's so important to have word in you, right? Because it'll keep you grounded. And when those moments come, when the what on the inside you try to overtake you, mm-hmm. then the word can bring peace to your spirit and speak to peace to your situation. So for me now,
0: yeah, the I new knew normal, I, right? I,
1: I, my new normal. I knew I had to forgive. And once I did that, I was able to face him. Now that he's passed on, you know, even mm. beyond the grave, I had to make sure that I forgave because people can still control your life even though they're not here because of the hurt and the pain that you <laughs> hold on to. And I, so I want to say to some of the listeners out there if it's someone that had hurt you real bad and they're going on, they're, they, they're in the grave, don't allow that pain. To continue to control you because they can control you from the grave, not even being here because of the pain. That's your connection. But you have to release that pain and you have to give that to God and ask Him to heal you from within. Then it will come out. So that way you he can hear your heart and your mind because if not, that person in the grave is still controlling you. Easy. It's a connection. You have to release that pain. And I had to release that pain. And I had to tell myself when I become a father. Yeah. I will not do Come on. what was done to me mm. to my kids, whether I'm with their mom or not. I'm still going to be a, a valiant presence in their life. And so that's why I stand today as being that valiant present in my kids' life, even though me and their mom are not together. But I have no restrictions on seeing my kids or being the father I need to be. So that's the thing I'm proud of, no matter what happened or has happened with that relationship to this point. I'm still that father and I still hold my words that I told myself way back then yeah. that I'm going to be that father for my kids that I didn't have.
0: For so many people that you felt like you've been dealt the wrong cards. You felt like that there's nothing better can come from a situation right now. Mr. Mason is a proven example that your past, your pain, your trials does not determine your steps and what God takes you. Yes. So let me tell y'all something like everything that you go through, there is always a purpose behind it. And nine times out of 10, that purpose is what drives you. That purpose is what wakes you up. That purpose is what keeps your mindset. That purpose is what keeps you having the energy to preserve, to keep going. Now, I can already see that everything you went through from the absence of your father and family walking against you and all the different things of that nature, that it is a reason of what drives what you do, which is this is the day, my vitamin morning. Can you tell the listeners a little bit about what is this is the day and what is let them know what keeps driving you to do what you do every day?
1: Yes, I came up with more vitamin, you know, this is the day because, I, like, I was got, got to thinking one day. I was like, okay, Lord, how can I motivate and inspire people to, to be better? Mm-hmm. You know, because, I mean, everyone needs some type of encouragement, whether we acknowledge it or not, you know, because we all have our moments that we have to go through things and test time. Mm-hmm. So I came up with more vitamin. I said, okay, I can do something quick. So I thought about vitamins. You know, that's something you take real quick. All so right, right. I saw this why I came up with more than vitamin motivation then I, I came up with this is the day because it's more so like a a mindset to have this is the day mm-hmm. it's more like a mindset versus just what it is this is the day because this is the day it's something saying so like you know i have a prayer request or i have something that i aspire to be or do that day could be that day it happens for you right so waking up with the mindset of this is the day it keeps me from getting dull it keeps me from for saying, oh man, not today. No, the day I want to give up or quit, that could be the day. It happens for me. Mm-hmm. So having that mindset that tomorrow could be the day, the day you can't, you can you can't give up. You can't, you can't, you can't, you can't, release your stand because that day could be the day. Mm-hmm. So it was more so like a mindset thing to me because I mean we all have things that we want to do, want to become, want to believe God for. So having that faith and continue to have it day after day, that what this is the day meant for me you know and I said you know what I can do that because now I know that tomorrow could be the day it didn't happen today yeah but tomorrow could be that day so when tomorrow come my day go and just say it don't happen but the next day I can't help but to think the next day could Mm -hmm. be it so it's it's more so like a mind getter you know thing to keep you mind fresh and like you know what this could be the day
0: this so is the day.
1: I can't, I can't. Yes, sir. You, know, you have to keep prophesying <laughs> it to yourself until it happens. Yeah. Now, a lot of time I feel like we don't have our fulfilled prophecies in our life because we don't keep speaking the word that was spoken to us long enough or stick with the word long enough until it manifests in our life. And that's faith. And sometimes our faith feels like it gets low. That's why <clears> podcasts <throat> like these or, you know, inspirational words for morning vitamin and, and things that you do with Mission 3E. Mm-hmm. I mean, all this stuff is important to keep us going and driving us. So,
0: man, listen, for anyone that has went through betrayal, for anyone that has went through grief, trauma, every dark thing that you can think of, it is a moment that we want to let you know today that everything that happened in your life is not a mistake. It's not. Change isn't change until you change. And when you change your mindset your mindset will cause you to create courage to understand that what I'm doing right now, my yesterday can be more powerful than next week. In other words, you guys got to realize something, that pain is a process. Yes. But nothing will happen until you connect to the right people. Nothing will change until you shift your mindset and focus. And at yes. the end of the day, nothing will happen until you take a step. It's yes. time for you to take control of your circumstance, take control of your life. Everybody that walked away from you, it's a purpose and a reason behind it. This is a true testimony. That everything, all of the hurt, all of the shame that he went through did not stop him from doing what he does today. It takes courage.
1: Yes, it does. A lot.
0: To be able to open up. Yes. My friend told me a long time ago, man, that vulnerability is the most powerful weapon if you use it in a powerful way. And I can say this, man. A lot of men ain't vulnerable. A lot of men struggle with opening up. Yes. A lot of men sometimes allow fear of the unknown. Fear of criticism, fear of failure to stop them from moving forward. So as we wrap up, what is one thing that you really can leave, one thing that you really can leave the listeners from the story of Rod Mason?
1: Well, before I tell you that one thing, I would like to say this is my very first time. Wow. I'm 40 years old. Mm. It's my first time sharing my story. And I hope you all out there don't take it lightly. And I pray that I said something that can help you. And I hope I encourage you to tell your story. It's okay. Mm-hmm. What what comes from this is what comes from it. I don't feel ashamed because I need to share it. Someone needs to hear it. Right. It's time. Overdue. Yes, sir. So, But one thing I can leave you with is that whatever you aspire or want to become, mm-hmm. you can become it. We all go through things in life and we will continue to go through things in life until we leave this earth. But those things that you go through don't have to define you or make you. You're not what people say you are. It's what you answer to. So my question to you is decide what you want to be. Put it in God's hand and go after it because there's greatness in you and someone is depending on you. You are somebody walking Bible. You're someone inspiration in this earth That's good. and your life do have value so don't talk bad about yourself don't don't have low self-esteem you have what it takes to win and i want you to hear that coming from me after all this stuff i've been through and they just some of it you have what it takes to win i'm not quitting and i challenge you not to quit either you got what it takes there's greatness on the inside of you good stuff it's another episode
0: of the innovative experience podcast man i'm excited i just want to say this this episode was sponsored by plan for purpose so if you all want to know what plan for purpose is we're going to make sure we put all the descriptions in the show notes plan for purpose is a bible journal so for people like me who like to touch feel and see and like to have a guide for whenever you do your study Yes, Plan for Purpose is a great source and resource that you can use to be able to take control of your spiritual life. Like I, I I carry this everywhere that I go. This is a great tool. So we're gonna put all the descriptions in if you want to be able to order from a Plan for Purpose journal to level up whatever it may be. We're gonna put it in the show notes. All right. So this episode was sponsored by Plan for Purpose, and I want to thank you for taking the courage to be able to do this. And like we always leave. Yes. Every podcast (laughs) I'll see you at the top Cause the bottom Is too too crowded. crowded